Let's welcome our honorable, beloved Ustad Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafizahullah, who was firing last night. I see all the listeners after the QA, they were actually uh, calling me and enjoying the program. But anyway, let's go to Ustad this beautiful Tuesday morning, which is the 5th of Rajab 1440. Ustad, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu fikum wa rafat. Jazakumullah khair to our technicians. Brother Junaid Khan and Brother Riyaz Hussein. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala Rasulihil Kareem. Amma bad. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved Master and Leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Today, with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, our focus is on Suratul Fatih. This is chapter number 48 and was revealed after the hijrah of Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to Medina Munawwara. But the place where it was revealed is, it was the month of Zulqa'ada and 1500 Sahaba approximately they were there with mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam and they went for umrah and remember all this mentioned in bukhari sharif and you find that the enemies at that time the non-muslims they prevented them from entering makkah mukarramah and then the peace treaty took place of hudaybiyah nowadays hudaybiyah is called shumaysiyah and all might allah revealed this verse these verses and the surah and that is Surah Al-Fatih, the Surah regarding victory. But the clauses and provisions that were made, any person could see they were stacked in favor of the mushrikeen and polytheists, and it was against the, against the Muslims. So Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anu went to Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, are we not on the truth? said, obviously we are on the truth, then why are we accepting all these conditions? So Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam specified Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an, but Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an still felt they could get a better deal, as we say nowadays. He went to Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an, and he, Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an, gave the same answer and same response like Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi So this is on the occasion of, of occasion of after Hudaybiyah and the glad tidings of Fateh Makkah, the conquest of Makkah. So let's read and see. Inna fatahna laka fatham mubina. Indeed, Almighty Allah Jalla wala will grant you a magnificent victory. We, the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'a, believe all the Anbiya messengers, peace be upon them, from Nabi Adam salam, right up to Sayyiduna wa Habibuna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ma'asum. They are protected from all types of sin, minor sin, major sin. Yes, there could be an error in judgment, there could be mistakes, that is not a sin. So Almighty Allah enshrined this in the Noble Quran only for Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
لِيَغْفِرَ لَكَ اللَّهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَّرَ And Almighty Allah has forgiven you, O Mustafa وسلم, for any mistake or any error in judgment. So all this, remember, that it is mentioned for all the Anbiya Muslim, but in the Qur'an Sharif, only for Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and Almighty Allah states that by revealing all these verses, Allah Ta'ala is descending and sending down the Sakina for on the hearts of the believers, the 1400, 1500, all this type of riwayats and ahadith you will find in Bukhari Sharif. So therefore we the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah believe the greatest Sahaba and companions of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam are those who, who were the Ashara Mubashara, the ten given the glad tidings in one gathering, one place by Mustafa sallallahu alayhi Then the Ashab Badr, the 313 who participated in the Battle of Badr and thereafter the, the Sahaba, Ashabu, the Chajara and Ashabu Hudaybiyah, the Sahaba who participated in this Umrah, and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa gave them great tidings. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa gave them great tidings. Who is Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Inna wa mubashiru wa nazira. Indeed, we have sent you as a witness, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa on day of Qiyamah, day of justice. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa would be the witness for or against this ummah. Wa mubashiru wa nazira. And to give glad tidings to the people who accept the message. Wa nazira and to warn those people who oppose the message but warning them with love لِتُؤْمِنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَتُعَزِّرُوهُ وَتُوَقِّرُوهُ And you believe in Almighty Allah and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa You assist the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa in his message and mission وَتُوَقِّرُوهُ And you show him utmost reverence and respect وَتُسَبِّحُوهُ بُكْرَةً وَأَصِيلًا And you glorify Almighty Allah jalla wa in the morning, in the evening we see that Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu was sent as the envoy and the representative of Mustafa sallallahu to Makkah and the rumor spread that he was martyred. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam under the tree took the oath of allegiance and all Almighty Allah speaks of this. Inna alladheena yubayi'oonaka innama yubayi'oon Allah yadullahi fawqaidihim So this is to show how great the Sahaba were that all Almighty Allah jalla wala elevated their rank and status. Hence all Almighty Allah states لَقَدْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ يُبَايِئُونَكَ تَحْتَ الشَّجَرَةِ Remember there was a tree there and where is the tree now? Nowadays, nobody even knows, and that was already in Sahaba's time. They could not remember which tree it was, and so forth. But that whole area became very, very great because and significant because of this incident here. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala speaks about the dream of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. 
This is prior to the journey to Hudaybiyah and Makkah. So obviously they did not go to Makkah. It was the aborted Umrah in the 60th of the Hijrah during the month of Zulqadah. But the Anbiya and Messengers, alayhi salatu salam, dream is wahi and revelation. Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa saw the dream. لَقَدْ أَسْوَدَقَ اللَّهُ رَسُولَهُ الرُّؤْيَا بِالْحَقِّ So what dream you saw is the truth and all might Allah will make it a reality. And lo and be in the seventh year of the Hijrah and in the month of Zulqada, the same Sahaba when companions went and performed the Umratul Qada. So that happened. And we see Nabi Ibrahim salam saw in a dream he is sacrificing his son, and that we all know what happened, and that is how we have the Eid celebration, Eidul Adha. لَتَدُخُلُنَّ الْمَجْلَ الْحَرَامَ إِنْ شَاءَ اللَّهُ آمِنِينَ مُحَلِّقِينَ رُؤُوسَكُمْ وَمُقَصِّرِينَ So if all Matya Allah wants, you will enter Majjid al-Haram and muhalliqeen shaving your hair, that is after the pilgrimage, or in this case when they were muhsar, muhsar means they were prevented from going to perform the Umrah, and the ladies, they will trim their hair, and the men will trim their hair, that is also permissible, but to shave the hair is much more significant and rewarding. Why did all Matyallah send Mustafa Habibuna to this world? What was the rationale? All Matyallah teaches us chapter 48, and that is Surah Al Fat, and verse number 28. He all Matyallah sent Mustafa Habibuna Huda. So, with the guidance and the Nur, so remember that Nur which will spread the whole world, and you can see how Islam is entering those parts of the world which are the remote remote parts. So that is the promise of Almighty Allah, Wadin al Haq and the true religion, the religion of Islam, which gives us directives and guidelines regarding all aspects of life. So does Islam and Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's message and mission must prevail over all the other ideologies, over all the other cult and faith and so forth. And we can see that it's already going in that direction. Allah is sufficient as a witness. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the messenger of Almighty Allah, the last and final messenger of Almighty Allah, the most beloved and precious to Almighty Allah in the entire universe and creation. Thereafter, Mulana you Hafiz, this, this verse here, Surah 48 and verse number 29. There's one ayat, it's all the letters of the Arabic alphabet, from Alif to Ya. So remember, from Alif to Ya, you will find it has all the letters there. So Almighty Allah Jalla wala is speaking about the Sahaba, Walladheena ma'ahu, the beloved companions and students of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa Who are they? They are those people, Ashiddawal al-Kufar, they are firm against the non-believers. No compromise, no apology, no expediency. So all that, they were firm. So they wanted to propagate the deen of Islam in its pristine purity. Ruhama ubaynahum, and they are so kind, compassionate among themselves. 
today by and large the ummah has turned the other way around where the muslims become a hard true muslims and remember that you see globally what is happening and they become very very soft and hypocrisy hypocrisy prevailing with the non-muslims also so tarahum rukkan sujada so you will see the sahaba in ruku bowing down in sajda and prostrating yabtaguna fadlan min allah wa ridwana seeking the grace of all mighty allah jalla wa ala and the pleasure of allah see mahum fi hujuhihim min athari sujood you will see the mark and the sign on their faces on the foreheads it means min athari sujood because of the impact of the sajda and prostrating how mustafa habibuna sallallahu alaihi wasallam's alamat and signs all are enshrined and mentioned in the previous scriptures all matallah spoke of the sahaba zalika mathaluhum fi at-tawrati wa mathaluhum fi al-injil you will find in the previous scriptures the ulama have written like imam malik rahimahullah when someone is praising the sahaba the beloved companions of mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam and you feel enraged and unhappy and displeased so that is a sign that that person there you see what quran says kuffar <laughs> that the kuffar they would be very very displeased and rage and furious with this so imam malik used this verse to say people who castigate curse swear abuse and you know they want to say that the sahaba are not muslims and allah forbid so they themselves are out of the fall of islam Allah Ta'ala forgave them Allah Ta'ala gave them magnificent reward and they all enter Jannatul Firdaus may all may Allah Jalla Wala resurrect Ameen. us Ameen. with Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the beloved Sahaba and companions Ameen Thumma Ameen 5 minutes after 5 you are listening to As-Safina 2 Ilal Jannah 084-786-3132 Ustad if a husband gives 3 talaks to his wife if it's valid or not. According to someone, it's not valid as it's stated in the Quran that the only time talaq is valid if there is a good to for the talaq, even though it's not supposed to be uttered even jokingly, but a valid reason has to be given for talaq. This person says that what's written in the Al-Quran. Ustad. Remember what that person is telling you is incorrect. Remember, I'm reading to you from the Quran and he must show us which verses is he referring to because what you said now, that definitely is not in the Quran Sharif. Remember that when the husband issues three talaks, whether it is over a period of time, once in 2010, then 2014, 2019, and so forth. So that four, three talaks will take place. And remember, on that there's ijma and consensus. If that person gave three talaq fi majlis in wahid at one time in one place, then also remember the talaq will take place. And if you want, go open Bukhari Sharif also. So you will find that it Quran refers to it. And these are the references you will find that all Allah Jalla Wala is teaching us. 
Surah number 2, Surah Baqarah, verses 229 and 230. Surah Baqarah, chapter 2, verses 229 and 230. All Allah spoke of two talaks in the starting, in 229, in Surah Baqarah, chapter 2, and then in 230, all Allah spoke about the third talak. So it shows all three talaks will take place, all three divorces will take place. That's one issue. The Hulk, so Quran is telling us, the Hadith in Bukhari Sharif is telling us, then there is consensus among all four schools. So whether it's the Shafi'is, the Malikis, the Hanafis, the Hanbalis, yes, you will find some Salafi scholars that they want to opt for the Trinity style. The Christians say that the three equals to one and one equals to three. So we reject it, refute it, Ka'in and Mankan. Whoever it is, remember, I always told you, our aim is to defend, promote, propagate the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah according to Quran Sharif, the Sunnah Mubarakah of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi and what the Sahaba did. So remember, and the four schools, so on this issue yet, is consensus among the four schools. So any one of you, let me make this clear as well, who gave three talaq, and thereafter you went to this person, that person looking for loopholes, and then you started living together, always you'll be cursed, and remember, you will never find happiness. I've experienced this in so many incidents. We told the people, but they were stubborn, and then after one year, three months, six months, they came back. They say, now we realize we will never find happiness because you're living in haram and you're living in sin. We go to Barbados. It says, uh, Muftisab, I have a car that is on Ijara. In the presence of such binding, can I perform Hajj? Because it may be considered as a sort of loan from Barbados, Ustad. When you bought the car from ABC person there in the Caribbean West Indies in Barbados and it's Ijara, so meaning that you are paying it off and whatever you, if there's some interest involved, higher purchase involved and interest, then obviously it is a sinful transaction. But be that as it may, we are speaking about Hajj now. So when you are paying off your house, you are paying off your car, and this takes many years, 5, 10, 20 years to pay off, depending what type of house, what type of car, and so forth you purchased. So in a case like that, as long as you are not defaulting on the payment, you inform your creditor, in this case the garage, the auto dealer, whoever, that see, I'm going for pilgrimage, but your payment will be done, there'll be no defaulting, then yes, you go for Hajj. Mustafa Habib Whoever made intention of Hajj, he must go and he must make haste. Do not procrastinate, do not delay. Yes, go for Hajj and just inform your creditor, the person you bought and purchased the car from, and do not default on any payment, then everything is fine. Ustad, I don't know if Ustad does recall last night there was a sister from America. She wants to know the dua that Ustad mentioned from the Quran. Uh, I think it's a sister was from Sister Shazia from San Francisco, California. Ustad, do you remember? Yes, the you remember the one who is sickly and she has to undergo an operation in the Jeez, next Ustad. two weeks or something. Hmm. Read with me, Sister Shazia. Last night I mentioned it. So we're going to teach you two duas and very powerful. And the remainder duas you will know, I'm sure about that. 
So the first dua we are teaching you, Sister Shazia in California, San Francisco, and especially those people who are ill. My cousin, my brother, they in Potestrum, Ahmed Suleiman, very, very ill, critically ill. Make dua for him as well. So read Surah 21, chapter 21, verse 83. This is the dua supplication of Nabi Ayyub alayhi salatu wasalam. And remember every dua that is in Enshrined and mentioned in the Noble Quran of Ambiya, we should learn it, memorize it, teach it to others. All Matyallah states, Allah. These are the personalities all Matyallah guided them for Hence, you must follow in their footsteps. So, Nabi Ayyub alayhi salatu salam's dua, chapter 21, verse 83, in the 17 Jews, 17 Supara. Oh Allah, a calamity, a catastrophe has struck me, Allah. Whilst you, Allah, you are the most merciful one to show mercy. Read this verse abundantly and inshallah, Almighty Allah will give you complete shifa and cure. Second one, the dua that we mentioned last night, read now, sister, and Allahumma inni a'udhu bika, tell them most Muslims know, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min sayyi'il asqam, when people hear about cancer, people hear about AIDS, it's like a death sentence, Allah ta'ala protect us, give Ameen. us under his afi, give us afiyah, siha, is the honor, everything that we relish and cherish, so we must remember, you're going to read this dua, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min sayyi'il asqam, Sayyi'il asqam Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min sayyi'il asqam The hadith in Abu Dawood in Sunan Nasai Oh beloved Allah, I seek your protection From the evil and dreaded diseases So in that way all Matthew Allah will protect you And Allah will give you shifa Daily give out few dollars As charity Mustafa said Give out charity on behalf of the people who are ill and sick And the hadith in the marasil of Abu Dawood You sister Shazia in San Francisco, California you know Surah Fatiha well you read it and recite it in every Salat, read the entire Surah Fatiha seven times blow on yourself and have conviction there is no Shafi, there is none to give you cure except all Matthew Allah Jalla Wala and the Hadith in Bukhari Sharif all Matthew Allah Jalla Wala's Kalam has got a greatest impact, so we believe in that, I give you an incident your love stories. So there was the great doctor Ibn Sina. The West, the West call him Avicenna. Mm-hmm. So and people think that maybe some Western person, Muslim Ibn Sina, West have anglicized it and they call him Avicenna. He wrote a book, and till today the, the the doctors refer to it the Kanun. They call it the Canon. Nevertheless, so one day one person fell ill. When Ibn Sina came there, he's the big physician, the big doctor, specialist, whatever. He found the Imam Sab there, uh-huh. the leader of the Muslims, the Maulana, the Sheikh, whoever. And he was visibly upset. You could make it out from his body language. What are you doing? This is my patient. 
the imam or the person with wisdom he said ibn sina you are avicenna you're such a great doctor physician and he praised him lavishly ibn sina was smiling ear to ear and he told him but your brother or some family member is such a miser such a stingy person and then he wiped the smile off his face so he looked at ibn sina and said, O oh, Ibn Sina, I praised you for two minutes, and you're smiling. For half a minute I criticized your brother, family member, and you're so upset. If that is Kalamul Bashar, mm. the impact of human being speech, then what do you think of Kalamullah, the speech of all, Mighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, how much impact will it have? So read my sister Surah Fatiha seven times Allah. and see how all Allah will insha'Allah through his mercy give you complete cure. Ameen, 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 Summa Ameen. Ustad, before, before we go to Australia, uh, Sister Rizwana says, Dearest Mufti, Jazakumullah for all your guidance. Last night you have uh, answered on what to read after Tahajjud Namaz, Ustad. Remember that after Tahajjud Salat, read Istighfar. Quran Karim states, Wabil Ashari hum yastaghfirun. So yeah, today in Johannesburg, Lanasia, so we find that today 10 to 5 was cut off time. So hapas for 20 to 5. Astaghfirullah, 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 Rabbi min kulli dhambin wa tubu What will happen when the Ummah recites Istighfar? Allah will not punish a people who are engaged in Istighfar. Allah Jalla Wala will send rain for them yursilis sama alaykum midrara wa yumlidukum bi amwali wa banin allah will bless them with wealth allah will bless them with children these are all the worldly benefits in the year after wa yaj'al lakum jannatin wa yaj'al lakum anhara almighty allah will bless them with the gardens of paradise of eternity and the rivulets and the streams of paradise and jannah so you read Tahajjud Salat, you read Witr Salat, if you're sure you're going to wake up, and thereafter you make Istighfar. See how all Allah will envelope you. So after Tahajjud Istighfar, after Witr, three times, Subhanal Malikil Quddus, Subhanal Malikil Quddus, Subhanal Malikil Quddus. You prolong it the third time, the Hadith in Sunan Nasai. Ustad, we go to, this is Mu'allima all the way from Perth. She says, Muftisaf, please justify below if it's true or not. And if possible, please also mention the ayat in the Arabic. It says there was a lecturer in Australia. He mentioned in the lecture, do you know who are the best sinners? Prophet Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, peace be upon him, said, every human being is a sinner. Allah says, if this ummah was to stop sinning, Allah would replace what an ummah that sins and then makes tawbah. Ustad. The answer is found in the Quran Sharif. The answer is found in the Ahadith Mubarakah. Almighty Allah Jalla informs us in Surah 24, Surah Nur. Therefore, our mother Siddiqatu bintu Siddiq, Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, and I used to say, Allimu nisa'akum Surah Nur. Teach your female Surah Nur, chapter 24, because there are many, many issues related to men and women. Regarding Tawbah and repentance, Surah 24, verse number 31, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala teaches us, وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا Turn to Almighty Allah in repentance, all of you. 
whether you are the imam, whether you're the sheikh, whether you're the mufti, businessman, lady, making samosas, whatever. So everyone has to turn to Almighty Allah and beg Allah for forgiveness because we are sinners. Ayyuhal mu'minun, O you believers, la'allakum tuflihun, so that you are successful. Surah chapter 24, verse 31. That what the Imam mentioned is mentioned in the Hadith. Kullukum khattaoon wa khayrul khattaeen at-tawwaboon. The Hadith is authentic in Mishka Sharif, Mustafa Ahmad. Each one of you, remember, is a person that committing sins. But remember that the best sinner is the one who repents. The Hadith he quoted about istighfar and sin is also, you must remember, authentic. However, it depends how he placed it because sometimes people, you know, per mention it in such a manner as though it is a license to commit more and more sin and vices. Nay, that is definitely not the message. Islam wants we must strive for a, a, a society that is chaste, a society that is pure, and we are a sin-free society. That what is what we should be striving for. Where minimum, minimum sins are committed, not maximum. And the dalil and evidence from that is the Quran Sharif itself. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is teaching us that Almighty Allah states, illallah. And who is there to forgive the sins except Almighty Allah Jalla Wala? And then Almighty Allah states, Walam yusirru ala ma fa'alu. They don't continue with the vices for whom ya alamun and they know about it. So all material is going to forgive, but forgive those people who do not continue with their vices and sins. Chapter number 3, Surah Al-Imran, verse 135-136. So we need to understand that is the mercy and grace of Allah. But remember that we should not be thinking it is a license. We continue with sins and sins and say Allah is Ghafoorul Rahim. So that is our message on the 5th of Rajab 1440 Ameen. to the Ummah. <laughs> and may all, may Allah, Jalla Wala, accept us all, inshallah. I mean, inshallah, we'll start our run-up for the today, inshallah. Inshallah, between 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock South African time will be our bliss of marriage. We have two parts. We have first part on Tuesday and then again a new, don't repeat, it is a live, mashallah, broadcast. Mohan Arafat, myself, with the bliss of marriage. Tuesdays and Wednesdays between 11 and 12, alhamdulillah. And then one, uh, 5 past 1 to one thirty is tafsir. One thirty to 2 will be tafsir from the archive. That is the commentary of the Noble Quran. Make dua for us and the Ummah at large. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.